Hi, so before we get into this episode, I just want to um, correct something that I said um, later on in the episode. I said that our new series was called Misconceptions of Christianity, but it's actually called um, it's actually called What Society Says. So yeah, just keep that in mind. It's not Misconceptions of Christianity, it's What Society Says. Yeah, anyways, with that being said, um, enjoy this episode. and welcome back to the Diving Mercy podcast. I'm Kaylee and I'm Arabella and we are going to be starting a very new series, our very first series actually, and it's the misconceptions of Christianity. It's, you know, kind of just what society has kind of put Christians, kind of thinks of Christians. We're going to be just talking about some of those topics and things. Um, So, yeah, that's that's really all um, there is to say about that. Um, Arabella actually has a food, not fact. Well, it, is it a fact? <laughs> it's a personalized example. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell everyone um, about it? <laughs> okay, so this morning, my mom decides to make me a smoothie, right? Because that's what mothers do. They make their children smoothies. But my mother decides to put... Pickled beets. I'm, I'm serious. Pickled beets, like from a can, pickled beets in the smoothie. And then she blends that up with, you know, some grapes, some strawberries, and puts you know, sprinkles in a little cayenne pepper, you know. Yeah. Put some walnuts smoothie. in there too. Why not? Um, Yeah. Pickled oh. beets do not taste good in a smoothie, let me tell you. They just have this pickled taste to it. Yeah, that's not really what... I would call a smoothie. That's yeah. Interesting. Well, you've heard it here, kids. Don't eat um, or drink um, a pickled beet smoothie. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. Wow, that is quite something. It's like, does she always make you smoothies or was this just a one-time thing? No, no. She usually makes me smoothies. Usually they're, like, oh, pretty okay. good. Um, She's on All this right. little smoothie thing. Like, every day is a new kind of smoothie from this one book or something and one of them happened to be a beet smoothie but we don't have beets in the house except pickled beets so pickled beets was what I got in my smoothie oh that makes more sense well um oh (laughs) that's pretty bad okay (laughs) um so now that we've um all learned a lesson about pickled beets we're gonna get into the misconceptions of christianity we're gonna be talking about um different yeah different topics um with that so arabella do you want to start us off with one of our um little points points yeah thanks sure (laughs) i am at loss for words today guys okay (laughs) okay so the first one i want to talk about which is definitely a misconception in Christianity is that we have a whole bunch of rules. And this is absolutely not true. We really do not have that many rules. If you think about it, a lot of the rules in the Bible are rules that we still have today that everybody has. Like, do not steal, do not murder, do not lie. Like, just common sense rules. Mm -hmm. So, honestly, we don't have a whole bunch of rules to follow. Most of them are just everyday things that you just don't do. But yeah, there's going to be a few rules that you're going to think, okay, that's just for Christians. Well, 
the whole thing is let's compare it to just any kind of relationship because that's what it is with God. As a Christian, we have a relationship with our creator, God. And let's all the rules that we have are more rules that you'd have in a relationship. Like, okay, a relationship with, let's say, theoretically, your boyfriend, okay? You have a boyfriend. Let's just say. Are you going to lie to I have a boyfriend? boyfriend? <laughs> no, you don't. But hypothetically, oh. somebody out there has a boyfriend. Are you going oh, to yeah, lie but... to your boyfriend? No. They're going to be no. upset. Same with God. He's going to be upset if you're lying to him. Are you going to cheat on your boyfriend with someone else? No, that's wrong. Are you going to put someone before someone above God? That's also wrong. The same kind of idea. Say your boyfriend mm-hmm. writes you a whole bunch of beautiful letters. Are you going to read them? Of course you're going to read them. That's the same with the Bible. Because people say, oh, you have to read the Bible. Well, that's just a whole bunch of letters and words from God to us. Let's mm-hmm. say prayer, for example. You're talking to your boyfriend. You'd want to talk to him. Same with God. You'd want to pray to him, which is just talking to him. They're, they're not actually rules. It's just the common sense of a, any kind of relationship. The same thing could go for your best friend. You're going to lie to your best friend. They're going to be upset at you for a long time. If you're going to write your best friend, like, say, letters, they're going to want to read them, right? So there's actually not really rules. It's just a relationship. I love how you, I like that, um, the way that you put that, very simple, easy to understand. Lovely. Sorry. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm saying today. (laughs) Anyways, well, that like, that makes so much sense because, um, yeah, sometimes people just look at Christians and they're like, oh my goodness, I have so many rules. Like I could never follow any of those rules, but like, it's honestly not as many as you at first think so yeah so true so true um so my point is that um a lot of people assume that we think people who aren't christians are less than us simply because they aren't christian and this really isn't true because we're all sinners romans three twenty three says for all have sinned and fall short for the glory of god we all sin every single day and so it's not like we're really any different from anyone else we just have God's mercy and his love that we can go to and we can repent for our sins repent for our repent of what repent of our sins repent of our sins yes thank you um and so yeah there's just definitely a lot of people out there that I think we just um we kind of look down upon those who aren't christian but honestly we're we're just like you i mean we eat we we um we read we watch movies we do the exact same thing you do we just got the glory of god on our side wow that sounded really (laughs) that sounds really um over the top i'm sorry anyways okay and we also have all been forgiven. So, um, the, oh my goodness, I can't talk today, Arbella. Well, okay, so the only difference between us and non-Christians is we've been forgiven by God. We've gotten his grace, and you can have his grace too. You can be forgiven and be like one of us, because that's the only difference, is we've been forgiven of all of our mess-ups, of all of the things that we've done wrong. So if you um, are thinking about this, God's putting it on your heart to 
um, think about this, then message us. We'd love to chat with you. Mm-hmm. We would love to talk to you about just what we've we've learned and also just, yeah, walk with you and your um, faith with God. Um, so, yeah, definitely message us, email us. Um, we'll definitely um, let you know at the end of our podcast where you can get a hold of us. Um, yeah, sorry. Guys, I don't know what's going on with me. I just can't talk today. Okay, Arabella, do you want to give us another point? Certainly. So, my next point, another misconception. Being a Christian takes too much time. Let me just address that with a big answer of no. It really doesn't take too much time. It's about priorities. That's the main thing about this, is that if you're a Christian, you want to put God first. You want to spend time with him, and you want to be with him. And that's why a lot of Christians take a lot of time, because it's one of our priorities. But it doesn't have to take much time at all. You, you count for me. How many seconds does it take for me to pray this prayer? God, I need your help with this. God, I need your help with school. Or, God, thank you for the beautiful sunshine today. Or, God, um, I love you. Things like that. It doesn't take much time. Or what about opening up your Bible app on your phone when you're just, I don't know, on the bus to school or something, and you read a verse. It takes like 30 seconds, and you've already gotten some time with God right there. It doesn't have to take too much time. But as a Christian, we want it to take a little bit of time because it's one of our priorities, one of the things that we really want to do. It's like you want to spend time with your best friend. You'd want to spend an hour or two with them. It's the same with God. Again, we're bringing it back to friends again. God is our best friend, and that's why we want to spend time. And that's why it looks like Christians spend so much time a day reading their Bible. It's because we want to get to know God, but it doesn't have to take forever. Yeah, I definitely think that a lot of um, what I have a hard time with is just, like, picking up my Bible and, like, actually reading it. Because sometimes it feels like, oh, it's going to take so long. And it doesn't take that much time. It literally takes, like, five minutes. And then you've, you know, like, gotten your day blessed with God's word, which I always love. You know, just a simple verse can really kind of change the way you see the day, I find. It sounds weird, but it's it's true. You just, you read a verse and you're like, you know what? It's like, it just, it brings you joy. Um, so yeah, it doesn't take time. It really doesn't. It, ta- it doesn't take time to pray a simple prayer or just thank God for the simple things that he's given you. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, another point that we have is assuming that we only ever talk to Christians and I have a lot of friends that aren't Christians, and I love them so much. Um, I love talking to them. I don't think there's really, you know, any reason why you shouldn't have a friend who is of a different religion um, or no religion at all. I definitely think that I enjoy seeing their perspective on life and how they see it because of their different religion um, or just kind of how they view things. And it, it makes me think about how I view things. And it makes me realize how different Christianity is from some other faiths. And um, it's just interesting to get a different point of view. Because sometimes when you talk to a lot of Christians, you kind of get the same point of view. And yeah, it's just something fresh and new. And I just, yeah, I think it doesn't matter who you're friends with. As long as you're staying true to your own faith, I don't think there's any problem with having friends who are not Christians. Um, 
and it definitely helps strengthen your faith too when you see kind of um what your views are on things I don't know like Arabella you were gonna say something about that right yeah so it strengthens your faith because it makes you figure out okay why do we believe what we believe why do I believe that God is the one true God because they're beliefs are something completely different so it makes you question and figure out for yourself why you believe and what you believe and I absolutely agree with Kaylee that I've got tons of friends who aren't Christians and they are some of the best people ever they are super Mm -hmm. kind they are super awesome and I mean there's no harm in having them it's awesome to definitely see the different perspectives so I completely agree yeah I think that um it's funny because when you grow up in the church, sometimes it's hard to find friends that aren't Christian. Because I do genu- genuinely enjoy talking to someone who does have a different point of view than me. I just yeah. enjoy, yeah, like, don't you just, I don't know. I, I like conflict. Is that, <laughs> it's like, no, not conflict, but I like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know either. <laughs> Anyways, okay, Arabella, what else do you got for us? What else do I got? Another big misconception is that Christians are always super happy and never anxious. Wrong yep. again. <laughs> if you listen to uh, an episode, uh, t- yeah, two episodes ago, we talked one about anxiety. As it was, <laughs> it is clear that both of us have struggled with that before. So we're like humans. We struggle with anxiety we struggle with depression and sadness as well. Loneliness, we are human as well. So just because we're a Christian doesn't mean that we're not going to be anxious. We're not going to be sad. No, we are at times. I mean, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought um, you were done talking. Well, I've got one other thing to mention about this is that the difference between us and non-Christians is that God promises us to give us peace in our anxious time maybe not right away but eventually we will get the peace and the same thing he promises to give us joy it might not be right away it might take a couple days to be feeling completely happy again um but god does promise to give us that soon yeah that's for sure i mean it's not like when you become a christian your anxiety and your worries just go away and you're all of a sudden so happy like it doesn't work like that god obviously wants you to still like come to him when you are anxious and when you are worried and yeah so we definitely aren't just like you know just full of joy all the time because there's definitely been moments when I'm not very joyful at all so yeah that's just a very like big misconception I feel like questions one other point before you go on if you haven't already listened to our anxiety podcast episode, yes. go listen to it. Uh, we share our own testimonies about um, our struggles with anxiety and also some tips to combat it um, and some great Bible verses to hide in your heart along with that as well. Yes, we do. Um, yes, yeah, so definitely go check that out, guys. Um, it's just called Dive Into Anxiety. I mean, you'll see it when you pull this up, like this podcast episode up, so you shouldn't have a problem finding it. Um, the next point that I have is um, assuming that we are always strong in our faith. You know, this week I was just not very strong in my faith. I was so, I was trying so hard to, you know, sit down and read my Bible and I would go to do it. And I just, 
I didn't feel that spark. I didn't feel that, um, that joy when I was reading my Bible this week. And so I definitely was praying about it. I was like, God, please get me back on track. I really, I really want to, but yeah, I just didn't feel that want to read my Bible. I, I just didn't feel it. So yeah, as Christians, we aren't always, you know, reading our Bibles and feeling this like power and this joy from, you know, being with God. Sometimes we do just kind of feel distant and it's not fun, but it happens. And yeah, so don't assume that we always got it together, that we're always, um, you know, super strong in our faith. There are some days, some weeks, um, yeah, where it's just, it's just not so strong. And I think the main thing is to pray when that happens, just be like, Hey God, I'm just not feeling your presence this week. I, I really want to feel this. And he will answer that. He will, it may take some time and it may not feel like right away you're getting that spark again, but um, eventually he will answer your prayer. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. As Christians, we still do doubt all the time. Like it's as a Christian, you're still going to have doubts about your faith and that's completely okay because through those doubts, you work out and strengthen your faith. And what Kaylee was Mm -hmm. saying, um, talking about how that eventually, yeah, you will feel God's presence again. I just wrote a post on this the other day, actually. And yeah, we're going to have those off weeks. There's going to be times. And it was actually a great analogy that I had. Um, If you don't mind, I'll quickly explain it. Oh, please go ahead. So there'll be times in your life when you're like, it's like you're inhaling God. You're inhaling, you're full of joy, you're feeling filled up. There's also going to have to be times where you exhale, where you don't feel them, where you have to get your faith strengthened in that valley, where you're going to be walking through times where you don't feel God. And that's completely okay. That's the time when you're actually strengthening your faith. But sometimes, even during those low times when you're supposed to be strengthening your faith, you actually don't. You struggle through that. And that is completely fine. I mean, I had a period of that for actually a couple years where I just was not growing, where I was just struggling in my faith. And that's okay, because now, looking back, I'm like, yeah, that did grow me as a person. And now, look at me. I'm now on fire for Christ. And I've completely, that helped my faith. And now it got me to where I am now. Yeah, God definitely used, I think, that period of time um, so that now you can look back on it. And it can kind of, you know, it just really empowers you to stay strong in your faith because you obviously don't want to go back to how it was before. I definitely understand. Yeah. There was definitely some like years of my life, literally years where I was just like not strong in my faith and it, I didn't think about it. Like I didn't yeah, realize, like I was like, Oh yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I love God. I believe in God, but I wasn't strong in my faith. I was never reading my Bible. I would go to church, but I wouldn't actually listen to what, um, the pastors were saying like just things like that and girl you were on fire with the analogies today oh yeah you've already given us like two. Oh, look at you go we got more <laughs> we got more coming yes i love your analogies um yeah so i think that's all we had to say about um assuming that we're always strong in our faith yeah so i guess um i get to uh throw in another point another misconception is that Christians are trying to force you to believe in God, trying to shove it down your throat. And that, again, is a big no. Like, absolutely not. Um, No. We, like, okay, the whole thing is that we tell you all about God because 
he is our creator, our best friend. So, of course, if you have a best friend, you're going to be telling other people about them. Oh, like, oh, yeah, Kaylee and I did this this week. And, oh, yeah, we were talking about this. And we learned this and that and that. Right? So, the same thing with God. You're mm-hmm. going to bring him up in your conversations because he's your friend. You're so excited. You love him. So, you're going to bring him up. But, honestly, us Christians aren't trying to force you to believe anything. You can have your religion and we will have ours. But the only reason we're bringing it up constantly is because we love God so much that we are overflowing. Like we, this is our overflow of how much we love God and how much what he's given us and what he's taught us. And we just got to share it. We can't hold it back any longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like also like, you know, you said having a friend, but also like having a boyfriend or something when, you know, so you've just started dating this person you're like this person is so amazing like you just got to hear about like you know what we did yesterday or you know whatever like that's kind of how we feel about God and how we want to share it and I always I find if I have a friend who's not a Christian or maybe not strong in their faith I pray to God and I ask him you know help me find ways to bring you up in the conversation because I genuinely want everyone to hear about his love and I hope that you know it's not like I don't hope that people become Christians but if someone's like hey I I just don't want to believe in God like I I just don't think he's real or whatever like that's fine I'm not gonna keep talking about him but you know I just want people to know that if they ever feel like maybe they're missing something in their life I want them to know that they can come to me and you know talk to me about it um, so yeah, we do obviously want to talk to you about God, but we're not going to force you into following him because obviously if you don't want to, then that's not something that we can change. Um, Absolutely. I love everything you just said. It was so good. Thank you. Thank you. Cause I've been at a loss for words for the past like hour. But... Oh, that sounded so good, Kaylee. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Is that all the points that we had? That was all the points, but I think we have one last big, big, big point, and it's a story from Kaylee. So are you guys ready for story time with Kaylee? We should start, like, a whole thing. No, (laughs) Yeah, story time with Kaylee. Welcome. Um, So I mentioned in, like, two episodes ago, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. know. There was multiple times. So I've been to Ecuador um, three times now. Definitely going more times, but currently been there. I think three, three, right? No, four times. I think you have four times. I think I've, I don't know. I always been to Ecuador a couple times in my life, and um, we do a lot of missionary work there. And I've been, I'm very close with a lot of people there, and so there's been. However, when you go on missions trips, anyone who's been on a mission trip will understand this. There are times. When, oh my goodness, the craziest things happen. So I, the first time I went, I was about six years old, which is very young, by the way. Um, I don't recommend going on, taking your family on a missions trip when one of your children is six years old. Um, I mean, it was great for me, but I'm sure my parents were a little um, stressed out. But anyways, apparently, though I have, I have no memory of any of these events I, like, almost died multiple times on my trip, Um, but I don't remember any of them. My mom remembers them, so these are all stories that my mom has told me, so here's just one of them. Um, So we went, me, so my family and another family uh, down from Ecuador, 
we decided to go to this um, kind of like resort thing in Ecuador. It was by one of the oceans. Is it the Pacific or the I think it was Pacific. What is closest to Ecuador? I don't remember. I think it's the Pacific. Yeah, I think it. I think it was specific, the Pacific. Specific. Uh, Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, map. Oh, okay. We could we could look it up right now. Yes, it's specific. Okay, awesome. So, um, we were kind of there's a lot of rocks by the beach, and um, so we had been swimming in the beach, and we actually found these little tiny crabs, and I had made an entire like crab hotel in the sand, and they all hated it but you know it brought me joy as a (laughs) six-year-old when I think back at it now maybe I shouldn't have done that but anyways (laughs) we were walking on the beach my family and the rocks were kind of slippery because obviously water is you know kind of the tide will come in and out so water is kind of making them a bit slippery so you know we're trying to be careful but um apparently I fell and hit the back of my head like really hard like I just fell yeah. And my mom, you know, she, she saw it and she was like, oh my goodness, like, is Kaylee okay? Like, and apparently I just got up and started running again. <laughs> like, it, it, <laughs> it didn't affect me whatsoever. Wow. Um, yeah. So, but I'm going to blame all my weirdness on the fact that I hit my head really hard as a child. Um, yeah, but apparently it didn't like, have a concussion or like there was no effects from it I just got up and started running again like I was fine (laughs) so um yeah that's one of the times when I could have been like severely injured but I wasn't I was a-okay that's good I'm glad you're a-okay now thank you (laughs) I am too and this also gives Um, me a reason of why you're sometimes a little crazy thanks Arabella thank you so much <laughs> but Arabella, didn't didn't you have a moment like when you were a baby? Um, when... yeah, when I was a baby, I got dropped down the stairs, but I'm fine. Yeah, I hit the door. She's fine. Yeah. I think we'll blame your smartness on that. Yes, yes, yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. and we'll blame all of my all of my weirdness on the fact that I hit my head. You know, let's just all blame all of our mishaps as children on the fact that we are the way we are now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's all just collectively decide that that's a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's my story, everyone. <laughs> okay. Well, should we get into the outro? Sure. Or... Okay. Sure. Um, thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, if you haven't already subscribed on the platform you're listening to, please feel free to do that so that you can get updated when our next podcast episode is coming out. If you have any prayer requests or just needed to chat with us, um, please email us or DM us on Instagram. So our email is at Dive and Mercy Podcast, and our Instagram is at Dive and Mercy Podcast as well. So we made it super, super easy for everyone. We would love your feedback. So please message us about that as well. Sorry. And by the way, our email is through Gmail. So make sure that it's not like any other. Oh, yeah you know yeah mess that one up no worries no worries trying to make this sound smooth but i always mess things up yeah it's okay have you heard me this entire episode it hasn't been very smooth so this is this episode's mess okay Eh. what else did i need to do arabella well 
if they have feed if they have feedback for us message us because we do we always like the feedback because we're still learning here we're definitely still learning yeah for sure for sure um and that's about wraps up this episode so again thank you all for joining us today Yes, thank you so much. And if you, again, have any questions, just let us know. And we hope to um, have you tune in for our next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs> <laughs>